Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm Robin Graham, your host, and a brand marketing strategist and photographer passionate about helping women connect and grow their audience and get more clients. I am so excited you're here with me today to chat all about branding, personal development, and life overall in this second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build the business from the ground up when I was actually terrified to put myself out into the world as something new. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash, and let's dive into a new episode. Are you struggling with brand clarity, confidence, and creating content that connects? Want to brand yourself or your business, but don't know where to begin? Or are you frustrated because you're doing all the things you see everyone else doing, but you aren't getting more clients? You're telling everyone what you do, but no one hears you. It's like you're speaking a foreign language because your message isn't resonating. I hear you. The overwhelm is real. I feel your pain and frustration. I've been there. It wasn't overnight that I grew my business and figured out how to create a cohesive and consistent brand message that builds genuine connections and gets more clients. In fact, I did everything the hard way and I want to make it easier for you because I've been in your shoes and I don't want you to struggle anymore. I am offering brand strategy, clarity, confidence, and connection coaching sessions to help you master your brand messaging and be seen and heard as the expert you are. In a one hour strategy session, we'll dive deep into your values, visions, and passions to create absolute clarity around your brand messaging and business. You'll not only have absolute clarity for your brand messaging, but you'll feel confident. When you are confident, you will trust yourself more and be able to create content, content that genuinely connects and helps your ideal audience get to know, like, and trust you. After working with Tracy for only one hour, she said, Robin's branding expertise was not only insightful, but empowering. She gave me a clear vision of my personal brand and how I can market myself as an authority in higher education. The blueprint she gave me for creating a personal brand is very detailed, but most importantly, gives me confidence that I can and will continue to transform business initiatives within higher education programs and help and inspire others to do the same. Don't you want to achieve that sense of clarity and confidence to feel empowered to inspire your audience? I believe you can and will when we work together. Now, if you're envisioning yourself feeling anxious and frantically taking notes during this session, don't worry. You don't have to write anything down. The only thing you need to do is focus on the strategy session and learning, and I'll take care of everything else. You'll receive a comprehensive blueprint from me outlining everything we've talked about with action items that will take your brand messaging to the next level and attract more clients. Do you want absolute clarity on your brand messaging and to know how to connect with your ideal audience to attract more clients? Then this strategy session is for you. 
Don't waste any more time spinning your wheels. Go to therobingram.com slash shop to schedule your session today. Hurry, because I have limited spots per month so that I can give you the attention you deserve. I can't wait to work with you and watch your brand messaging and business transform. Welcome, Stephanie Gass, to the Second Phase Podcast. Hi, Robin. I'm so excited to be here. I should say welcome back. So (laughs) listeners, um, you may remember in episode five, I interviewed Stephanie. She was one of my first interviews because she has been such an inspiring light in my world and my entrepreneurial journey. And I had been on her podcast like, I don't know, a year and a half or so ago, maybe more. And Stephanie has coached me and she has really been a guiding light for me. So I wanted to share a few things in addition to what Stephanie shared back in, oh my gosh, I guess it was February that I interviewed you. And I just feel like you have so much more to offer. And since the advent of COVID-19 and the shift in businesses, the the pivoting that every entrepreneur has had to do, there are, I think, a lot of struggles with being seen and heard. And if anybody can help us with being seen and heard, it is Stephanie, (laughs) because she has a remarkable voice. She has an incredible gift of wisdom and quick thinking and wit and so many other things. And I know listeners that You're going to be so inspired after we hear from Stephanie today. And I just want to add that Stephanie is the host of the Mompreneur Mastermind. So if you don't go back to listen to episode five, you will be able to find Stephanie on her own platform, which is the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. And you will be just gifted with so much information and inspiration if you go listen there. All right. So Stephanie, I've rambled enough. Let's dive in to how people can be seen and heard in this crazy world that we are living in. Yes. And let me clarify, when Robin says I have a good voice, she does not mean singing voice. So we'll (laughs) (laughs) We'll get that cleared up right now. I was just laughing, Robin, because we were outside this morning, me and the boys. I have two little boys and I was doing my workout, my weights, and I had worship music blaring. I... Don't got a good voice when it comes to singing, but I definitely do have a nice soapbox that I like to step up on you guys and really pour some truth into all of you who run businesses. And I think so many of you listeners also have a family and all these other facets to who you are. And I think one of the biggest struggles for entrepreneurs, especially female entrepreneurs, is how to grow, how to get more people to follow them, to listen to their content, to resonate with what the heck you're trying to do. And we're trying so hard. We're showing up everywhere. We're pouring out our heart. You know, we're trying to figure things out. We're trying to figure out tech and backend and we have blogs and then we feel less than because everyone's doing this faster than us and better than us. And then we go to Facebook and we're trying to do that. And then we're on Instagram and it's just so much. And I kind of want to step up for you guys today and I want to cut through the BS if I'll be so brave. Um, And if you'll hang with me and if anything that I say triggers you today, it was meant for you. So let me disclaimer that. The second thing is I'm going to be a little bit different than what you guys have heard before. My coaching style is different. Why? Because most coaches, and I have the quote, the air quote right now, okay, the coaching industry 
is built on hustle harder, right? It is built on do more, do more and more, work harder, show up at a higher capacity, make sure that you're doing all the things all the time. Guys, why, you know, we have the gift of discernment as humans, okay? So why do you think the coaching industry is built on that? Why do you guys think that? It's built on it because that's how they take your money, right? When they tell you, Hey, entrepreneur who has shiny object syndrome and you're trying to grow an audience and you're trying to go grow a brand, let me tell you all the ways you can do it. You can do ads. You can have a better strategy. You can buy my courses that are quadrillions of dollars. You can join my masterminds that are three, five, ten thousand dollars I'll teach you the secrets. So what do we do? We trust it and we give our money and we give our money and we give our time and we get distracted, and a year later, for 99% of you, okay, you haven't seen much growth. What's happening? Are any of you like nodding? You're like, oh, what's happening right now? I'm going to show you the truth. I'm revealing the truth to you right now. Okay, here's the truth. The truth is, in order to be seen and heard as an entrepreneur, I want you all to stop doing everything. And I want you to pick one thing. I first need you to start with clarity. And then I want you to pick one thing. You're talking to one person. Okay. You've heard that be called an avatar or an ideal client. I call her Lola, whatever you want to call your person. You have extraordinary clarity on who you're actually serving. That's step one. Step two is your messaging is in line with that. Instead of talking to everyone, you have to start talking to just that one person. And then the third step is start solving her problems for free in one place, in one way. And the final step, step four, which this one is the hardest, it's to not look up and it's to do it and do it and do it for six months to a year like a crazy person. You're just pouring out free content. Your messaging is so super clear. You are helping and helping and serving and solving over and over again. And you're not getting distracted by all the shiny tactics that you're hearing about that. If you are willing, if you are willing to trust me and do that in your businesses, I can almost, almost guarantee you that when you finally do look up 12 months from now and you say, I didn't get distracted. I knew who I was talking to. I knew who I was serving. I knew how to help that person. And I doubled down on one thing. And we'll talk about what those things could be for you in a bit here. You will have traction. You'll be seen. You'll be heard. You'll have clients knocking at your door. You will have probably potentially even 10 extra business. And I'm talking followers, uh, revenue, all of it. So Robin, from hearing that, tell me what of those pieces triggered you to ask me, Hey, explain this more to me about that kind of that process. Well, because I've already worked with you stuff and I've kind of gone through all of this and I'm now able to help other people do this too, especially when you're talking about clarity with messaging and identifying that ideal person that you're speaking to your Lola, my jewels, and then Mm -hmm. actually creating and crafting that messaging and content for me, like I'm getting this and I'm doing this, but I think generally speaking from where I was before I started working with you and from what I see with my clients too, the world is so big and so broad. And we think that we have to be so big and so broad. And I think the question becomes, 
okay, this sounds great, but how do I do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do I keep my head down and not look at what everybody else is doing? And how do, how do I, from learning how to do that, how do I really genuinely connect with these people? Yeah. Yeah. So I think my biggest piece of advice here is that you guys have to get really confident in what you've done in your own life. It's so hard, right, Robin? Like we start this business and then we go, but am I qualified? Like, can I actually do this thing? So we start looking at other people that are doing this thing to see what they're teaching. And then what happens though, is it starts to influence us. We start to kind of lightly base our content on their stuff, or we accidentally start saying the words that they say, and like all of a sudden we're influenced. And so what I believe is that for me to be the best coach and mentor that I can possibly be, and I have a definite micro niche, I teach Christian entrepreneurs, specifically mompreneurs. So you go real deep with who I teach and what I teach them, how to get that clarity, figure out their spiritual giftings, and then create a business out of it using podcasting courses and coaching. It's extraordinarily clear. If I was to look up, I wouldn't have ever gotten here because no one else is doing that or they weren't. And I would have looked up and been like, "Uh uh-oh, someone's doing this and doing that. And I should do that. Oh my gosh, I should do this and that. And I shouldn't do this because then I'm going to polarize people and they're not going to follow me. But what I did instead, Robin, which I think is very different than what most people are doing, instead of looking up, I looked down. I looked at the Lolas in my Facebook group. I looked at the Robins that I work with the people in my community, the people that listen to my show. I got in the DMs. I really got to know Lola instead of getting to know other coaches that really aren't in the same realm as me because no one's in the same realm as you guys. No one. I don't care if you do something like fitness for moms. There is no one else that will do it exactly like you. So stop looking at other people doing it. Start looking at the people who need it and ask her, what do you need? Why isn't this working? How can we make this work? And here's the secret. If you guys have already done something in your business, right, that's gotten you here, you know enough to help other people. We don't need to find validation online. We don't need to find validation from other coaches. The validation's inside of you, right? And I'm a spiritual human, so take me with a grain of salt. But I'm like, the validation is literally between God and me. And God can whisper into my heart and through those Holy Spirit chills and those moments that I have of like, this is it. Go there. Go deeper with this thing. And then hearing feedback from my audience. So it starts there, looking down instead of up. The second thing is you just start putting your gifts into the world with what you think it is. And this is the hard one too, Robin, because we want, again, validation. Well, is this the right thing? Am I saying the right stuff? So we look up. Well, what's this person saying? No. You start speaking your truth in the way that you think is right. And then look down again. What is Lola liking? What is she listening to? Pay attention to your analytics. Like what stuff is getting the most engagement in the group? Which podcast episodes are being listened to the most? Which blog episodes are getting the most traction? And then you double down. We don't need any external forces to tell us what's working. All we need is our audience to tell us what's working. And for those of you going, but I don't have an audience, that's okay. You start with what you think it is and As you grow this audience using, you know, and I believe really truly that you need long form content to build an audience, which is podcasting, blogging, and YouTube. Really? Why am I not saying IGTV? Because you can't own something on Instagram. They own you. 
You can't own something on Facebook. They own you. Even YouTube is questionable, but you do own your videos there. So I think you have to pick, are you going to be a YouTuber, a blogger, or a podcaster? I choose podcasting. Why? And Robin chooses podcasting. Why? Well, because our audience is hanging out there, right? They are busy female entrepreneurs, moms, mompreneurs, all of that. So they're listening. They're not watching YouTube videos. So you guys have to check that thing out and say, what is the thing for me? Pick one and put your head down and work on that thing until you've grown an audience. And what's an audience? I don't know, five people. That's a great place to start, right? We all started from zero. Everyone, every person you're looking up to, every fancy podcaster you follow, every coach that you were like, I could never be that big. Just remind yourself. They all started from zero just like you. They put their head down and they probably got to work. That's probably what happened. And there is no such thing as overnight success. You know, I've been an online entrepreneur for eight years. My overnight success happened in year six and a half, seven even maybe. So there's that. It's just a lot of dedicated effort of what your person actually needs. So Robin, feedback, let me know if that's helping clarify that. No, I think I think that's going to help everyone. I mean, when you think about who my ideal audience is, it's it's women moving from phase 1 to phase 2. We're going from either being in corporate to entrepreneurship, from being a stay-at-home mom and diving into entrepreneurship and finding that fulfillment and following our values, our visions and our passions to become, you know, a successful entrepreneur and These things are so important for anybody starting out because we do get so consumed with what these influencers are doing and the numbers, the vanity metrics. I mean, everybody wants more followers, but it doesn't matter if you have 10,000 followers, if only 10 of them really and truly care about you and are interested in your service, because ultimately that's not going to be enough to give you long-term success. Right. <laughs> so we have to start and we have to build from the ground up, like you said. And the only way we can really do that is to keep our head down and not get into the comparison game. I did a, an entire episode on that in on the comparison game. And y- like you, Steph, I am such a spiritual person. My faith is, is at the core of, of all of my values and everything that I do. And I really think that you know, if you're starting to get to that point and you're, you're trying and trying and you really want to make something big and you really want to build your audience, don't look at somebody else's numbers. Take a look at yourself and think about the blessings God's given you and the gifts God's given you and then apply those to everything you do every day. And that's how you're going to be able to build. Exactly. Yeah. It just starts from inside of you and it starts with service. I think it's so easy to get lost in how do I make more money? I'll launch a new thing, right? How do I make more profit? I'll panic and I'll start, you know, getting a little bit too aggressive or whatever. But really what you have to look at is if you want to make more money and more profit and have more provision in your life, it starts with God, have that conversation. Hey, what can I do to serve more deeply with the gifts you've given me? That service, it always compounds. It always comes full circle. And one of the questions people always ask me is how much is too much to give away? And I'm afraid to have a podcast and give it all away every week because I would have nothing to talk about. I'm like, are you kidding? Like the more you give, the more you're blessed. And my comprehension of where I sit in my business today, I could have never expected it. I could have never even put a number on a piece of paper that would have looked like this, Robin. And you know, the reason is, is because my goals 
And my dreams for my life pale in comparison to God's vision for my life and God's goals for my life. And when I finally let go of a number, you know, oh, I need to have X amount of followers. I need to make X amount of money. And I just started showing up. I'm like, I don't care. Like people would ask me, I would be in masterminds, Robin. And they're like, how much money is everybody going to make this year? And like, they'd have their little notebook out. And I'm like, I don't know, whatever God wants to give me. And it would like drive these people crazy. Cause they're like these super high achievers. I'm like, what do you mean what God wants to give you? It's about you and your effort. I'm like, absolutely not. Me and my effort is about how many lives I can change for free. And then if I do that, if I help and give and inspire and serve, God gives me everything I need because that's the promise. And whatever he wants to provide me, I'm here for it. Like 100% because the reality is if we're not serving, we're not coming from a good place. We're not coming from a place of good intention. I guess we have to look at it as what gifts can we do we have that we can share with other people to make their lives better, which in turn is going to make our lives better because then we're going to feel more fulfilled and blessed and joyful. But like you said, we have to give things away for free. And, you know, email marketing is such a, you know, you hear all about it and how powerful it is. And it's not dead. I mean, it truly is powerful. And, you know, that's it. Give things away in your emails. Give things away by giving lead magnets and then driving people to an email list or to your website or whatever. But the more we share the wisdom that we've been given, the more people we're going to reach. That does everything for us, right? Because it, first of all, it gets people to buy from us because they realize, gosh, this is great information, but I don't know how to do this by myself. I need help. And then they also start talking about us to other people. So it's it's a win-win situation, right? Oh, for sure. And let me give you guys some tacticals. So you're hearing us right now. You're hearing Robin and I say, serve and give. This is how I'm going to be heard and seen. Don't look up, look down, get deep with my avatar, but I need more specific tacticals. So let me give you a little bit of advice. Okay. So if I was to give you in steps, what you actually need to do to be seen and heard right now in 2020, here would be my advice. Number one, you need to have extraordinary clarity. If you can't tell me what you do, in, I don't know, 10 seconds or less, we have a problem. Okay. Uh, you can come join my Facebook group and I do one liner Monday and I'll help you. Right. Or you can get with Robin. She can help you with that. The second thing you need to do is you need to know who am I serving and how. So you got to be so clear on your avatar, you guys. And I don't care if you've been in online marketing for a bajillion years, you need to do this exercise again. Who is your avatar? Who are they? Like, How old are they? What do they do? What do they eat? What do they watch on TV? What do they need? What are their triggers? Why can't they be successful in whatever it is that you do? Make this big, long page full of specific information about your avatar, okay? Then the third step is to figure out how can you solve those problems? So you've probably identified at least 10 to 30 problems if you've done that homework right. So what I do is once I I circle a problem from my little worksheet, and I do this at least once a year, you guys, Lola, I'm all up in her business. You know, I'm like, okay, Lola doesn't have clarity. Lola doesn't know how to make money online. Lola wants to start a podcast, but she's afraid. Lola's trying to figure out how to pair spirituality in her business. Lola can't manage the kids in the business. Lola's husband isn't on board. Like on and on. I know this. I know Lola so well, you guys. So I'm circling her stuff, her crap, right? I'm like, okay, Lola doesn't understand how to get her spouse on board. I draw a line to the other side of the paper and I write a list of ideas of how I can help her through that process. Those are my podcast episodes, which brings me to step five. 
live, you have to have long form content. My favorite is podcasting. So if you go follow me, you're going to end up starting a podcast. So beware because that's what's up in my opinion. That is how we go deeper with people. That's how you get your avatar to trust you. That's how we get people to start to see us every week because we're consistently showing up. We're, we're speaking. They can hear you. It's different than typing, right? It's di- like if you guys send a text, that can be interpreted anyway. But if you send a voice text, there's no room for error. They can totally feel your emotion. They can see that you're authentic. They can hear your excitement. I'm an excited person, so you need to hear me. So I'm a podcaster, and I believe podcasting is what exploded my business, my revenue, every single thing. I love it, too, because I can repurpose. One episode can be used on YouTube as the audio. We get it transcribed for a blog post and share it to social media, copy it over to the email list. All the things are done from one audio recording. So that's step five. Step six, you need to have content that actually helps people. So make sure you are to the point that you're going off your list right? Step three that I told you to do. And then step four, how can I solve? Go down that list and do episodes based on how you can solve your avatar's problems at least once a week. 20 minutes or less is fine. Once a week, you're doing this for a year. You hearing me? You're nodding? Good. If you're afraid, that's normal. Be afraid. Be very afraid because your success is coming if you listen to me right now. All right. The next step is you have to have exceptional titles and SEO. What does this mean? This means if you know your human, what she needs from you, use the keywords that she would be Googling or if you're smart, duck, duck, going as a search engine, use them in your titles, use them in your descriptions, use them in your podcast. That drives organic growth. And my final tip, so I've covered your whole first year. I didn't say you have to have a website. I didn't even say you have to have an email list. I didn't say that. All you have to have is long form content. And then the final one for me, in my opinion, is a Facebook group. If you you guys can grow a profitable business with two things alone, a podcast and a Facebook group. I truly believe it. I could get rid of everything in my business and still, still pull in thousands and thousands of dollars per month off those two things alone. And an email like where I actually write people back and my VA. I can't have it without my VA. But other than that, (laughs) four things. Okay, guys, four things. But my point is you're getting lost in the little things that really don't matter. Like I could build this business without a freebie. I really could. So my point is long form content every single week based on your avatar. You're using awesome little trigger words and titles that are really, really exciting. You're giving great content. And the final thing, the final thing for your first year is to drive traffic into a Facebook group. Why? Because a Facebook group is this tight knit, close community where you can serve and solve even more deeply, which means they feel more seen. When people feel more seen and heard, you're more seen and heard. So make it about her in the Facebook group. Then the very, very final bonus strategy I'm going to give you is then how do I make money? Okay. You make money by then saying, Hey, if you liked all this free stuff, how can I help you implement it? So if I'm teaching people how to telling them they need to start a podcast, what's the obvious way for Stephanie to monetize? Teaching them how to start a podcast, right? So I have a podcast course. I do coaching and help people get that clarity over title descriptions, all of those things. I do mastermind groups for podcasters, all of it. But that came later. That came a little bit after I had my podcast because I needed to know what they needed, right? 
So those are my six steps or six plus bonus, whatever that was, of how you can be seen and heard over the next year. I've just given you a very simple roadmap to growing your brand, growing your audience. I didn't make you spend money to do it. Didn't tell you to run paid traffic. Didn't tell you to get an email funnel. I didn't tell you you had to buy any courses either. I literally just gave it to you completely free. And if you do that stuff for one year, come back to Robin and I, and I would bet you guys like a coffee on me that if you did everything I just told you for one year, you're going to be blown away at where you are in your business. And Steph, I think a lot of people look at one year and think, oh my gosh, that's forever away. I don't have a year, but a year flies by. When I look at the fact I started my podcast, I launched it, released the first episode on January 6th of 2020, and we're already at the end of July. Like those seven months have just gone by like a flash. And so I think it's important for us to, to realize when we say, keep your head down and focus for a year, don't take that as, you know, you have to be impatient and and it's going to take forever. If, if you give it that amount of time, you will really start to see transition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A year is nothing. (laughs) Like, no, it it takes takes 10,000 hours for you to become an expert in your craft. What better way to expedite that than to stop looking up and just get to work and really pour into your craft? If you could do something in a year, I think that that's actually warp speed. Um, You know, it only took me seven years to really have overnight success, right, Robin? So it's like, and it takes some people decades. So the the same for me, Steph. I mean, you know, when you think of my journey, when I gave up my medical career and I jumped into photography, I thought, oh, photography is going to be it. I love it so much. But I realized so quickly that, oh, I'm really not quite as fulfilled as I thought I was going to be because I'm such a strategic, nerdy brain that I had to have this other component. So as I dove in and I really, you know, started to build all these things for myself, I learned, but it took me hours and hours and hours of reading and studying and watching YouTube videos and this, that, and the other to be able to say, I can create a brand that's going to get people more clients. But I couldn't do that overnight. It's taken me a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't you say, cause I would say this, Robin, wouldn't you say if you could go back to the day that you figured out like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this thing. If you could have gone backward in time, would you not have started the long form content first, double down on that, like the podcast with the blog and all the things instead of and gotten to know your avatar so much at a deeper level instead of looking up at all the other ways that everyone else was doing it. Cause I did it the opposite way, right? I looked at everyone else, me too. tried to be like everyone else. Even the way I was speaking, it wasn't really me because I thought, well, no one's here for me. They're here for what other people are doing. And those people have all the followers, so they must be doing it right. Wouldn't you have like, that would have been the one thing you would have shifted. I know for me, it would have been. No, 100%. And, you know, with that, the other thing is I would have believed in my own gifts more from the beginning because it took me a long time to see that I actually can provide benefit. I don't have to look like everybody else or do what everybody else is doing. I don't have to use the same hashtags they're using. (laughs) Whatever. Like I, I, and I guess it's a learning curve. And even though we are, I mean, I'm quite a bit older than you are, but sometimes we're slow learners and, you know, we think we, we can do it this way because everybody else is doing it that way. But 
that's not how God intended for us to do it. So we have to take a step back. And like you said, keep our heads down, focus on our gifts, our abilities, and what we feel at peace doing that God's guiding us and pushing us towards, even though we're going kicking and screaming. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We always think we know best because we are humans, but we don't know best. And when we allow God to be the leader and the CEO in our businesses, that's when our business is transformed. That's when that ultimate clarity comes through. That's when the clients come to you. And it's really kind of bearing who you really are at the core, like letting yourself, your vulnerabilities just all hang out truly. Like, you know, I'm just always hot mess mom life. Like I don't, I just quit hiding who I really am. And that's when I created more trust with my avatar. And then I stopped trying to be like everyone else. I stopped looking up. I unfollowed pretty much everyone that was impacting me to do something bigger or better or hustle harder or any of these things that I just knew weren't in alignment with what God wanted for me. That's when everything changed. So if we can encourage you there to, you know, get in line with what God wants for your business. And if you don't know, open those doors. I didn't know, but over time, God showed me, you know, he brought me different clients that were asking leading questions. He showed me certain scripture that had a literal direct answer in it. I had dreams. Uh, One of my dreams was to start my podcast and that led to every single thing I stand for today. So open the door and just see what happens. Yeah, I love that. And that that's so important. You have to be open-minded. You have to be patient. And you have to give yourself the grace to start and take messy action because it's not going to be perfect the first time you do it. Like I look back now at everything I've done over the past nine years of having a business. And my journey has been sideways, upside down, every which way until, you know, I finally feel like I'm pulling it together now. <laughs> for the most part, but it's just, it's a constant learning curve. So we have to give ourselves that grace too, because we're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But every single time we do, we're going to learn, we're going to pick our big girl pants back up and we're going to take another step forward. And that's going to lead us to action that's effective and successful. Exactly. Amen, friend. You guys got this. You guys got this. They got it. So, all right, Steph, thank you for being here. You're welcome. I'm so grateful. You know, I love you and it's always an honor to chat with you. And I love how just absolutely candid you are. Like there's, there's no nonsense. Let's get to business. Let's tell you exactly how it is. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. You are so welcome, Robin. (laughs) And that's a wrap friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, The Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the second day's podcast. Until next time, remember to smile.